Dr. Simcha Cohen, 8 o'clock on Wednesday night. And it's the Ask Dr. Simcha Hour. And we are here at JRoot Radio. The number to call in is 718-683-5858. You know what? Tonight I wanted to uh, open up the lines. I wanted to talk about something. It's not such an easy topic, but it's something that a lot of people have been calling in about. And that's what does a person do when they're shy? Sometimes a person will be really shy, and they're going to be in a classroom. They'll see friends even that they've been with their whole life, but they don't know how to break through, and they don't know how to get, they don't know how to get out, of their, out of their shell and to open up a friendship with somebody. Or what about if you know somebody in the class who's not able to speak up, who's feeling very shy, how could you help a person like that? Because the truth is, when a kid is not able to socialize and they're feeling shy, it could be the most lonely feeling. And they end up missing out on so much. So I'd like to hear what you think about that. And I'd like to hear some kids give suggestions about what, what could be done. And of course, I have my own suggestions because I am Dr. Simcha and I have an opinion about everything. But the number to call in is 718-683-5858. But I want to give one encouragement to people. I was a shy kid. If you could believe that. I was shy. I always was afraid to break in. I was overweight and I was like a kid that felt really, really out of place. And I had, I didn't have a lot of friends. I wasn't the most popular kid and it was very difficult sometimes. But you know what? I make sure to take anybody that's shy and to try and bring them out and to try and include them. So Let's see what you have to say about it. And if someone is shy, give a call. And if you want to contact me by email, it's askdrsimcha at gmail.com. If you want to text in a question, the number is 347-522. No, what's the text number? Is 347-927-8398. If you want to text in a question. Yes, we have a technician. We're actually taking texts as well. Okay, are we ready for our first call? Dr. Simcha, one one more um, you know, I just I, I need I want everybody to know this is the heart and soul of our radio station. This the is a person who's at the core. Without this person, there would be no J Root Radio. And I love this person very, very I much. Uh, uh, in order, you know, I want to tell you something. Today, about four o'clock in the evening, I got three uh, fifty-five. I got a phone call from uh, from Israel about a family that arrived to, to New York and they're going to way on the way to Boston to operation on a three years old daughter for out a surgery. And they called me from Israel and tried to arrange uh, some accommodation in Boston. They don't know English, they don't know nobody. And I'm telling you I went on air four o'clock exactly and four to got already phone calls. Wow. And it was amazing. I'm Israel Bemitavo. I'm telling I'm you. I'm Israel Bemitavo. You know, I'm right, Israel. right now, my wife's sitting on my phone because you, you see, I don't have my phone and she is taking all the numbers. And basically, I think that we have already some apartment in Boston and some rides in Boston. And Bezat Hashem Bemet, it's unbelievable. Every so many, and I have to thank so all the, the you know, like Rabbi Peretz Levine and all the Avi coin, all the people that are around just added, you know, this message and Zoom. My phone was already 
full of texts and messages, and Baruch Hashem, באמת חסדי השם, so תודה רבה, thank you, עם ישראל, thank you, הקדוש ברוך הוא, to be, belong to this uh, nation. Unbelievable. Ashenu matav chakinu, and it's so true, and I grew up out of town, and when you grow up out of town, you really feel it as well, there's so many, so many chasadim, and it doesn't get lost. You think it's such a big city, it would get lost, but no, but the, the amount of chesed, you know something, I'll tell you something, Nisim, if you would read the newspapers, you see all the ads for Hasadim and all the Sadaqot in our newspapers, you would think that the economy was booming off the charts. Every second page is another yeshiva, is another institution, is another Hasid. And the Yehudim are giving money, they're taking care, they're doing whatever. They're, that's that's Mika Amcha Yisrael. Okay. So let's take a first call. Hi. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi, Dr. Cohen. How you doing? Yeah, we're good. Baruch Hashem. Uh, I wanted, uh, I heard you speaking about the boys who are shy. Yes, I am. I, uh, am. So I wanted to say that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not young, but I'm not old. And I was very shy as a child. It's, it's very painful. As a painful. matter of fact, my, my parents said that I probably did not open up my mouth for the first 18 years of my life. Wow. Wow. And, uh... Well, you're opening up now, and I'm appreciative right. of that. So, uh, no, Baruch Hashem, the years went on, and now I am, uh, I'm a Rebbe in school. Oh, so wow. I can't be that shy. That's beautiful. And one of the main things that helped me was when I was shy, I always thought people are looking at you. Right. When I got older, I finally noticed no one's really looking at you. That no one really is, because they're on to the next thing. Anybody right. who looks... No, everyone, they, they, they're busy with their own life. They could be standing right next to you, but sometimes they don't even see you. I wish they would see. Sometimes they really right, sometimes should see. Sometimes you wish they would see. Yep. That's correct. But unfortunately, they don't. And that really gave me a lot of encouragement to just go and go on with life. Do, do, what's, do what's good for you and have fun. I love, I love your phone call. And I thank you so much because your message is so, so significant. It's so important. And that's so true. But you know when people do look, when people do good things, and people reach out and are kind and do nice things, people notice that. It's the run-of-the-mill things that go by that people don't. And the people that do notice the bad things, those people have problems generally. generally right. I find. That's beautiful. What grade do you teach? I teach pre-1A. Wow. Wow. So you really have to have a heightened sensitivity. And last week's show was about, was about that. It was about, you know why? Because... Because what you give is, is the, it's the soil for the rest of their life. You give the inspiration, you give the geschmack, you give the, 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 the simcha of learning, and that, that, that is where, it's the soil that all the seeds grow in. It's unbelievable. Ashrecha, you, you, Thank you. You have tons of schar, and I can tell by your phone call that you're a great Rebbe. Beautiful. Thank you. appreciate it. Okay, thanks for the call. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi, how are you? There's a kid in my class who he tells him something, gets shy, like by when the principal comes in and tells him something, gets shy. And, and well, when the principal tells him something, he gets shy? Yeah, because he's a new kid from another um, other school. Aha. Uh-huh. So let me ask him, how old, how old are you? How old is this kid? I think nine or eight. Nine or eight. So what could you do to like help this kid get more into the class. Is there something you could do? Like we're trying to um, take him into games and he should, Beautiful. Beautiful. And he 
be part of the class and so, play with us. So that's great. So that's great. That's really the best thing you could do. Just include him in the games. And listen, when a principal comes into the classroom, it's not a bad thing to be shy a little bit. I mean, we're hoping that the principal's not yelling at him, but that's, you know, listen, a principal is a principal. But if you're including him in games, you don't know you can change this kid's life. It's, it's a beautiful thing. You know what? And if you learn how to do that when you're young, you'll really, it's going to help you when you become an adult, okay? Okay, thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. Thanks for the good suggestion. Okay. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good. Um, you're a psychologist, right? Yes, I, I, I am. That's what I do for so, a living anyways. Right, so um, how did you get the courage to be a psychologist if you were so shy? So by the time I became a psychologist, I wasn't shy anymore. But I was shy as a kid. And you're asking a very good question. Because if a person wants to get out of being shy, then if they're good at something and they feel good about something, then they could stop, then they could be proud of themselves. And that's really the best way to help somebody that's shy. If you could see that they're good at something and compliment them about it. So I was, when I was around 16 years old, I decided that I wanted to be a nice person. <laughs> it's, it's just a crazy thing. But I just said, you know what? I really want to be nice because people were not nice to me. And then I, you know, I, I decided one time I wanted to uh, get it uh, be better tempered. So a person wants to be good. That's that you decide you want to do something, you do it. Right? I learned how to be a psychologist late in life, anyways, so. though. But okay. that's a good question. How old are you? 13. 13. What do you want to do with your life? I don't know. I'm sure you do. You, I really don't know yet. You want to be a great adult. Okay. That's, 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 that's what it is. You just want to be a good adult. You want to be kind and you want to be good to people around you. You want to serve Hashem and you want to. You want to just bake a Kiddush Hashem. Everything after that is commentary. Okay. All right? Yep. Thanks for calling. Okay. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Hello? Oh, one second, one second. You stay, you know, stay a child in your soul and be a good adult. That's right. That's right. Stay a child in your soul. That's right. I'm always a kid. Anybody, you know, my father may rest in peace. But, uh, four weeks before he passed away, he was playing... Uh, on the floor with my kids. This, this is he, he, he was not well. But anyways, hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi there. When like a lot of times when my teacher gives out parts for the play, my teacher asks, "What what do you want to be?" But I always say like, because I'm shy to be like main part. So I always say like, I want to be like together with somebody or something like that. So so you know what? That's called anivus. That's called humility, and that's a really good thing because we don't want someone to be the opposite of shy isn't like conceited or like, me, me, give me the best part, I'm the best. No, it's humility. You don't want to be the star, but you're probably good when it comes to reading plays, right? Right. Okay, so if you know you're good. Listen, I was, in, I was like the master of plays in camp, so I used to always want to have the best part. So I just ended up writing them. So when you write the plays, you can give yourself the best part. But it, it, it's cause it, but it's, you can't, when you're competing with other people, that's a good way to get out of being shy also. Because when you're in a play, you're not yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there was a guy I knew who stuttered very bad, but when he was on stage, he spoke perfectly. It was very interesting. Okay. Very good. Thanks for calling. 
Hello there. Hello. Hi, you're on the air, along with the rest of your family. What's going on? Could you go someplace quiet? Could you go someplace quiet? Because there's a lot of background noise. Yeah, one minute. Okay, well, we have all the time in the world. No problem. It's only a radio show. It's only a radio show. No problem. Take your time, sweetheart. Hi there. Hi there. Okay. Yeah, one second. <laughs> now, all right, down to one second. He's, right. he's going across the, the border. <laughs> I think you're running to Mexico. I, I don't know what's going on, guy. <laughs> you got to finish dinner? Like, what's the deal? Okay. Did they catch you? Hi. Did they catch you? You're running away from somebody? Hello. How are you? Everyone. I want you to know that it's such a shame that I waited for you and I was nice to you and you pranked me. So you know what? That's a double whammy on you. Shame on you. But that's all right. Anyways, next caller. How are you? Hello. Hi. Hello. Um, hi. Do you Good get night. what just happened? Lower your radio. Do you get that? Like, I was being nice to this guy. I was waiting for him. And the guy ends up, after all that, one second, one minute, one second, like he's going to Mexico over there, and then he pranks me? That's like, that's like crazy. But all right, whatever. He's probably a real interesting kid. Anyways, what's on your mind? Um, there's a kid in my class, and she's very shy, and we're making the play, and my teacher put her on the main part of the play, and now she's... She's just, she's just like the rest of the girls. She's not shy or anything. That's beautiful. So you have a very sensitive, very understanding teacher, which is, which is great, which is great. That's what, that's what we need. But sometimes, you know, sometimes you put a kid in the main part and they don't want to or they're scared. So kids need to be able to speak up. And it's one thing to encourage a kid, but sometimes if a kid's not ready for it and they get pushed into it, it could be really traumatic. Because, like, I knew there was a kid that, had a main part in the play, and when they got up on stage, they just stood there and like they bugger eyed out, like just like a, a deer just staring at the audience. So, right, but, but first, after, after she was scared, but right, like after all that, we really felt like what was inside of her. Now she's a, she, now she's a real cute girl and everything, and we and we never ever knew it. We used to think that she's a shy kid in the class, and you can't call her, you can't talk to her because she won't answer you. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. So this really brought her out. So that's really a great thing. You know, a lot of times, a lot of times a person needs just an opportunity to do something or an opportunity to, to, to have a, a speaking part. And that's why it's so important to like make sure that like everybody's involved in what's going on in the class. You can't let anybody just like sit on the sidelines. Like I, one of these shows we're going to talk about recess. But not this show, but we're going to talk about recess and, you know, who plays and who doesn't play and what's, what could be done about that. But thank you for calling, okay? Okay, thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Hello, you are on the air. Hello. How you doing? Yeah, I wanted to say that 
um, everyone can learn from this because I know somebody who was really shy when they were younger, and then now, like, whenever they were ahead of production and everything, and you can learn from this, like, when you want to do something, you can, like, really become, even even if you were shy, because this person was, like, so shy. That's so true, and I, I appreciate the encouragement. But yes, you can really learn from this because everyone can learn from this. And also, like I don't, like I know you said like to that other boy, like we have all the time here, but like we really love your show, and you started four minutes late. And I know, I know, I appreciate that. But you know what? So maybe we'll go an extra four minutes. We'll see. But oh, yeah! um, I really just felt bad because I really thought he had something important oh, yeah! to say. But turns out the guy was a goomba. Who would ever know? Okay. Okay. Thank but you I, so but much for see, your show. Thank Everyone you. can really learn a ton from it. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? Um, what, what are you discussing today? I don't we are discussing people who are shy or people who know somebody that's shy and what we could do about it or is there how, if they, how to help them. Oh. Are you okay. shy? Uh, not really. Okay, good. Uh, do you have any shy kids in your class? Yeah. So, like, what, do you, what grade are you in? Sixth. Sixth grade. That's a very important grade for, for a kid who's shy. Because in sixth grade, you're, like, you're growing up, and you, you want to be part of what's going on. So, do you, do, you, do you guys, like, have any plans about how, how to help this person that's shy? Do you, like, include them, or are they excluded? Um, it depends. Like, some of the shy kids have, like, one friend or something. Right, but you know what? You really can't. You gotta. You gotta make sure that they feel that they're included in the class because they're not going to step up and they're not going to include themselves. So if you like tell them that you know it's really important for us that you are part of what we're doing, it could change their entire life. Right, but like as you said, um, when when you were shy, did someone step up and help you? No, not really. Not really. I had like one friend, and I no, until I got older, nobody really stepped up to help me. But I had like. I, I I grew up out of town, so it was like a little bit different. There wasn't a lot going on, but um, no, nobody nobody stepped in, and I kind of like wish somebody would have. At some point in my life, like when I was a teenager, so like people like I started like taking risks and like speaking up, and then I realized that you know what I could talk and people aren't going to laugh at me, or I could talk and people aren't going to think I'm crazy. So. Um, and then I could, I could, you know how it's so funny. I'm talking about. This. I remember when someone said to me, "You know, you're really funny. I like sitting at your table." And like I said, like what? What's wrong with this guy? But like it was the first time someone told me something nice about like. And so, people should really say nice things to other people. It really helps. It right, really but helps. it's probably most important for like someone very popular in the class to go over to someone pretty shy because then they feel even better that's right that's right and when i was in high school i used to ask all the like really shy or like i don't like to use the word geeks but for lack of better word i'll say the word i used to like walk over to the geeks and ask them to be my roommates (laughs) and no one wanted to and so i'd say would you be my roommate and i would like really make them happy but then you wouldn't enjoy your room yeah i did didn't bother me (laughs) whatever i didn't have to be with the cool guys I was, it was, I was all right. I wasn't a cool guy, so there. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for calling. You're welcome. Thank you for your great shows. Okay, thanks. Hello, you are on the air. Me? Yeah, you. Hello, I, I love your show. It teaches me how to act. It does? I'm so happy. What does it teach you? What? What does it teach you? 
how to be nice to people. Ah, um, that's a great thing. If that's what I'm teaching you, first of all, it sounds like you are nice. It sounds like you're nice My already. My sister. You're probably nice anyways, right? How old are you? Yeah. How, what? How old are you? Seven. Seven. You sound like a very nice kid. So I don't think I'm teaching you how to be nice. Maybe I'm giving you some ideas. Do you have brothers and sisters? What? Do you have brothers and sisters? Yeah. Are you nice to them? Yeah. Uh, yeah. See? How did I know? Because you sound like you're a nice kid. Okay? Because you always be nice, all right? My sister wants to speak to you. Okay, so put her on. I love you so. Thank you so much, sister. How old are you? You're five. Is your brother nice to you? Yeah. He is? Okay. Are you nice to him? Always. Always? That's great. Yeah. So you probably have a really nice family. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hello? Hi, how are you? Good. What's going on? I'm not, I'm not shy, but like if someone says something bad to me, like, I, I don't have the courage to tell her something back. Okay, so that's a very important thing you're saying. So if someone tells something bad to you, you don't have the courage to tell something back. I don't know if it's that you don't have the courage, but sometimes not saying something back is a smart thing. What, what would you say back to them? Like, um, it's not nice or... Okay, like, but... I don't know. It, so the thing is like this. If you're saying, if you're talking about answering them back by saying, hey, that's not nice, or you hurt my feelings, or why are you not nice, then that's okay. You should work, you can have the courage to do that, and I'll give you a trick how to do that in a minute. But if it's answering them back and saying something not nice back to them, don't do it, because you know what? Then you're just becoming them, and you're nice. So if they, if they have a problem, it's like catching their cold. Like if they sneeze on you, you catch their cold. They're saying something not nice to you, and then you say something not nice back to them, so you caught their disease. You want to tell them, hey, hey, like this is that's crazy. You just were not nice to me. What do you do that for? So you know what? I used to write it down on a piece of paper and just write the line down and just, it sounds crazy, but I used to practice saying that. So like, and even if I didn't say it to them, I would say it to myself in my head. I would say, you can't say that to me. Or you can't talk that way to me. Or that's not nice. And if you tell that to yourself in your head over and over and over again, eventually you'll be able to say that out loud. Okay? Okay. Because the main thing is you can't walk away feeling like it's okay for somebody to insult me. You, cannot, you can't walk away thinking that because it's not. So you tell yourself in your head. You say, hey, they can't talk to me that way. Someone says to me, Oh, you're, you're a dumb-dumb. Say, I know I'm not. <laughs> so, like, so I have to at least say to myself in my head, I'm not dumb and you're not nice. So there you go. All right? Okay. So I think that, but I think not saying something not nice back is important. Don't, don't, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. All right? Thanks for calling. Okay, I love your show. Thank you. I love it too. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi there. Um, I, um, my teacher said, like we in school, that um, like 
Munchie once told me that um, if, like, like she said that somebody was showing my class, so she said in high school, um, you have to, like, talk in, in public, so you start, like, um, you start starting, like, from now. Yeah, okay, that's true. There, that, a lot of the schools, they have kids make, give performances in public and, and give presentations and projects in public, and that's true, and that's very important. And I like when schools do that because that helps kids break out of their shyness. Um, also, we had, like, a whole, like, um, thing in school today about, like, how you're supposed to be nice to each other. And really? I, yeah, and my teacher said that, um, like, if somebody says something mean to you and you don't say anything back, then you could, you could really get something, someone a bit aha. That's right. That's right. And there's a very, very famous story that it's, it's, it, they, they say about somebody who didn't have kids for many, many years. And they were mevater. Someone embarrassed them and they didn't say anything back. And, and the rabbi said that they should give a beracha for that person right then and there. And the person had many children. Because... That says, when a person is ma'avir on their midot, when they let things go, it's like Yom Kippur. All of their pshaim get erased. So if someone would tell a guy at the time, just don't answer back, and Hashem's going to erase all your sins, holy macaroni and cheese, I would do that. Like, what? That's the best deal in the century. But it's very hard. It's very hard. Um, um, my sister also wants to say something. Okay. Uh, hello? Hello, sister. How are you? <laughs> Good. What's um, up? Yeah, I want to say that if, if somebody, um, somebody was shy in my class and, and I try, I see that she's shy for a lot of, like, like a lot of years because she's always in my class, so I try to get her out of it. That's beautiful. And that's a chesed shal emet because that's a chesed that if you do... That no one else can do, and she she will she'll you'll get schar for everything that she does for the rest of her life. If she succeeds, you'll have a piece of that, and that's a beautiful thing. And like if I I do like funny things there, so like she laughs, and like soon, like right now, she like she's very she's a very like very like noisy now. She's good. That's beautiful. That's beautiful, and that's the main thing: make them feel included, make them feel like they like like they care. You know something? I'm going to tell a story. My father was from, he came from Eretz Israel in 1947. And this was very, very few people came from Israel to America. And he was learning in Mir Yeshiva. And he was an Israeli boy in Mir Yeshiva. And there were very, very few foreigners in the Yeshiva. And one Friday night he was sick and he didn't go to Davin. And Rav Ram Kalmanovich, that's all, was walking up and down the streets in Williamsburg calling my father's name because he didn't come to shul. And my father said that he never really realized that the Rosh Hashiva knew he existed. He was just a kid that came from Eretz Yisrael that was learning in the back of the yeshiva, and he felt like he didn't exist. But he realized that the midah of the gedolim, the midah of the, of the gedolei ador, that he noticed everything. And he noticed my father didn't come to Kabbalat Shabbat, and he went looking for him. It was snowing, it was cold. And he didn't go home to eat his meal. And my father said that made such a difference in his life because it made, he felt like he mattered. So that's a beautiful thing. Thank you for calling. Um, um, 
My name is Jessica Sarda, and my sister's name is Jessica Sarda, and we love the shows. Okay, thank you very much. Okay. okay. Bye-bye. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Um, first of all, I want to say thanks for changing your system, that you get on quicker. Okay, well, that's thanks to Nisim, our, our, our station manager, owner, the best guy in the world. So you can tell him thank you for okay. me. He hears you. And also, I wanted to say that it's really ironic that, um, like, we're talking about shyness, and all those people that prank, they're not shy to prank, and all of a sudden when we're talking about shy, they don't prank anymore. Aha, uh-huh. but you know something? People that prank are probably are shy, and they, have, they don't know how to say something intelligent, so they have to say something silly because they probably think that's the only way they'll be heard. And generally, when you sit down with someone who does silly things and pranks, and you talk to them, you find out that they have a lot to say. They just don't know how to say it. Oh. And so you want to tell them, you know what? If you want to get attention, say something intelligent. I'll listen to you. It, 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 you, don't, you don't have to like, do something silly to get attention. And generally, these, these kids can be pretty intelligent kids. So it is ironic, though. But anyways, do you have anybody shy in your class? Um, not really. Okay, good. What grade, What class are you in? I'm in eighth. Eighth grade. So hopefully by eighth grade, everybody's like pretty integrated. It sh- and be. also, yeah. we told someone before that um, being nice to someone is a chesed shalamas. Yep. Why is that? Isn't that when someone like is nifter? Well, ch- and they can't we, tell you that. Right. But, but being nice to someone is not something that you're going to be collecting back. It's just oh. something that you're doing because you're doing it. And if you don't. Uh, sometimes you're nice to someone and you expect them to be nice to you back. That's not chesed shalamis. But if someone's just shy and you're just nice, when a person passes you on the street, and like if I'm going to daven early in the morning, someone smiles at me and says hello and is nice to me, it's a chesed shalemis because I'll never see them again. But they did something so nice for me. Okay. Okay? Thanks for mm-hmm. calling. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, hi, my name is Laser Diamond. Hi, how are you? That's great. Great, great, great last name. Yeah, I have a problem. I'm, I'm shy, but I'm still shy. Okay. Um. So, but so tell. It's, it's a little. What? It's a little cha- challenging to address that. Um. How old are you? Twenty six. Twenty six. Okay. So, how are you shy in in Are you shy in general? Is it that you? Do you have a chaver? What do you do? What's your activity? Um, I, I do work. You have a job. My job, but sometimes when I when I switch when I I, I change things around, like uh, you know, new things, you know, I get very shy. Sometimes I go to shul, I see people look at me, and I do it. You know. So you know what? So I I was expecting you to say that. So I don't think that's abnormal. If I go to a new shul, I'm a kain. So yeah, I, I go like to that. so I go to new show. I don't like to get an aliyah. It's a terrible thing. But I just I would rather just like be in the corner and daven and and, and, and mind my own business. But but let me ask you a question. But if you do get an aliyah, do you run away? Um, I uh, how do you yeah, yeah no, no no you go up and you go through it and you do it right. Yeah. So that means that you're you're shy, but you're not you're not shy to the point where it's impeding your life. It's ruining your life. In other words, if you have a job and you have to go someplace, you're not going to not go to the place because you're too shy. You'll go, you'll do your job. You just don't, you just don't like you know, being public. You don't like being out there. 
So, so the thing is, the shyness that I'm talking about with kids is shyness that causes them to really stop living. And it ruins their life. There's nothing wrong with being humble or with being low-key or with being a guy that's just not like the, the dancing on tables. There's a lot uh, of good to say for that. You know, not being, yeah. not being a Schwitzer is not a bad thing. Okay. Yeah. So, you okay. know, and there are a lot. Are you married? No. Okay. So there are a lot of girls that get really turned off by guys who are real big shots. Many girls really like the low-key guy. And when you get married, Amir Tzashem, you're going to see that you're going to find the one person that you're really not shy with. And then when you have kids, Amir Tzashem, you're going to see that they're the next people that you're not going to be shy with because they're going to be parts of you. And you're going to find the comfort zone in your life. So the best is yet to come, buddy. Don't worry. Okay. Thank you very much. My have pleasure. I'm so happy you called. Hello? 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 Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, is this in there? Yeah, he, he, he's here. You told him uh, I'm, I, am, I am part of Kina Dovis. an interview today. Okay. Oh, very nice. Beautiful. Uh, very you nice. heard me next week in the radio. Thank you very much. Have a good Thank day. You too, man. Okay. Hello. Good evening. You are the next caller on Simple Cohen. How are Hello? you? How you doing? Um, um, I am, well, I'm, I'm not shy for my class, but I'm shy a little bit for other people who I don't know yet. So I think you're very normal because I think that people aren't shy for people they don't know is a little bit of a problem. Person should be a little shy when they're meeting somebody they don't know. Because that's called, that's called humility. Someone that walks in, hey, I get the one, what's up, how's it going? Like, that's a little crazy. That's, that's, that, if you're, I'm also shy with people I don't know until I get to know them. So you, you know what a trick is? If you're going to a place where you, 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 you're meeting new people, you tell yourself, hey, they're feeling just like I'm feeling. Because everybody feels that way. Everybody's just a little shy in the beginning. Everybody is. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thanks for calling. Okay. Okay. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, good evening. How are you? I am so good. How are you? Baruch Hashem. Um, I want to say that sometimes, like, when you meet shy people, you really have to use your judgment. Because sometimes they're shy because... They're, like, afraid to open up, like they don't have the courage. Sometimes they're shy because that's just where they want to be. Yeah, it's so smart what you're saying. You are very smart, and I'm so glad you brought that point up. That That's true. They're shy because they can't speak up, and some people just choose to be low-key. And, that's that's, and it's actually a nice way to be. Right. So, so what's the answer to that? Let's see if we can find an answer for that. So how, how can you determine that, and what should you do? Um, I know that I have a really, really shy girl in my class. Like, I really don't think anyone's more shy than her. And, like, every morning I go over and I say good morning. And, like, our conversations are, like, kind of dry. Right. Because, like, she doesn't, she just doesn't want to open up. Right. So, um, I just make sure to say good morning every morning and I You're move on. Wow. Wow. How old are you? 
I am 17. Okay, so you're 17 and you're really, really bright because you know what? Thank you. That is the therapeutic approach I would take. And I've had many situations where I've had kids that were selectively mute, which is an extreme, extreme level of shyness. And I had one kid who I worked with, and I could tell you for the first two and a half months of therapy with them, I did not say a word. I didn't. I used to see them an hour before the clinic opened. They used to come in. We used to go together, make coffee. Then we used to go afterwards. We used to fill the snack machine. And we had a whole series of things that we did together. And he didn't say a word to me. I was talking to myself or just talking about what I was doing. And we didn't, we didn't conversate. But we were yeah. communicating because I was consistent and I was there. And I was just talking. It took two and a half months. And he, it, it, and he, he started saying sentences to me. And now he's like, he doesn't shut up. But anyway, but uh, you're right. Just by saying a conversation, it doesn't have to be talking about global warming or like great politics. Just say hello. How are you? And that's it. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing. Okay. Thanks for calling. Okay. Thank you for taking my call. Have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. Hi. You're on the air. Hello? Hi. How are you? I want to know what's the topic of the show. The topic of the show is people who are shy. And I bet you you knew that because we have a screener. So, ha-ha. Are you shy? No. Well, that's pretty apparent. How old are you? Eight. What's that? Eight. You're eight years old. When are you going to be nine? Next year. Okay, so you hurry up and be nine, okay? Thanks. Next caller. How are you on the air? Hello, good evening. How are you? I'm good, thank you. What's up? Good. What's on I, your... I just wanted to say that um, you think, like, people are, like, shy and kind of, or you see people that are shy, and you think they're going to be, like, little, like, forever, you know? Like, they're no one, never going to be. But you could see, even, like, by you, 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 were, you said you were shy, and, like, you I... became a psychologist. Like, it's amazing to see. Yeah, because, you know what? Because, because I'll tell you one thing. There were adults in my life that were... That, that, that paid attention to me. And also because the main thing is when a person goes to Yeshiva and they learn Torah, you can't be shy in learning. If you're in learning and you, and you, and you are part, because learning is a process that you do with somebody. You have to have a chabrusa, you have to have a group, you have to learn in a shir. So when there's interaction, it's always helpful. It's always helpful. So, That's but, how you became a psychologist? I became a psychologist because my wife said, why don't you become a psychologist? And I said, because it's too much college, and, and I'm not smart. And she said, yes, you are. And I said, okay, if my wife told me to do it, I'll do it. <laughs> I became a psychologist because I wanted to all the time, but it, I, I started studying after I got married. That's when I had the courage to do it. Right. Thank you so much. I love your shows, by the way. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank thank you. It's, it's good because of people like you that call, you know. But thank you. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi, how are you? I have two questions. Okay. Number one is that I have two kids in my class that while we're doing work or anything, they just bother me. They're very bothersome, and they make these funny voices. So what should I do? Is there any way of moving away from them? No, because they're in my class. Uh, Oh, so in other words, it's not the same next to you. They bother the whole class. Yeah. And and your Rebbe doesn't like your Rebbe doesn't have an answer to that. 
It's during English. During English. An English teacher doesn't doesn't deal with it. Um, no. Is the rest of the class bothered by them? Um, what? Is the rest of the class bothered by them? Yeah. So what about if the rest of the class tells them, like, hey, guys, you know, enough is enough. Do you they think did it The class did it right? They just need a lot of attention. And, and, like, last night I stayed a little late to finish work, and one of the kids was, keeping, was not shutting up. All right. You know what? I know someone that lives next to the F train, like a block away. And whenever I go to their house, I say, ugh, the noise drives me crazy. How do you live here? And you know what they say? What noise? <laughs> if you just get used to ignore them, if you don't react to them, they'll probably just, like, die down. I tried it. I, I, I think that's the only suggestion I can give you. Because I can't, I think that the more you make an issue out of it, then the more they get rewarded for what they're doing. They, they, they're, they want attention. You're giving it to them, unfortunately. I know it's very hard. Sometimes you have to like really pretend like you don't, you're not bothered. But eventually they'll tire out. And also, are you a psychologist or a social worker? I'm a psychologist. Because I know someone that said you're a social worker. No, I'm not a social worker. I'm a psychologist. Okay. Thank, I love your show. Thank you Thank for you. taking my call. My pleasure. Thanks for calling. Hello, you're on the air. Hi. I want to say that a kid in my class, he always blows me, like on Sundays, he comes and he like throws snowballs at me. He throws snowballs at you? Yeah. You have to tell an adult if someone throws a snowball at you. That's a terrible thing. I have like a principal over there, but he's always, he's only meant like for rides that if the mother don't come, like at the end of the she like, and, 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 and he's not... He's meant for that, that you should get a ride for them. Oh, he's meant for rides? He's not meant to protect little kids from snowballs? No. no. I, I think that he's meant to protect kids from snowballs, too. But but you need to tell an adult, because if this kid's throwing snowballs at you, you need to tell somebody that you shouldn't be, you shouldn't, that shouldn't happen to you. But I told, I told him, and he, my, I told my baby, and he didn't do anything about it. He didn't do anything about it. Did you discuss this I mean, with with your mom and dad? Discuss it with your parents? No. Maybe you should ask them if they could say something. Because sometimes when an adult says something to a Rebbe, a Rebbe listens. Okay? But otherwise, just stay away from this guy. He sounds like a real ding-dong. Okay? I know. And, and he also bullies me like in the middle of class. He looks at my paper. I, I feel so bad for this kid. This kid sounds like he has some real issues. Sounds like he has some real problems. He's probably got a lot of problems. Baruch Hashem, you don't, right? Right. Okay. How old are you? Seven. Seven years old. Okay, so hopefully soon he'll just, like, grow up. I hope so. Bye. Bye-bye. Hi, you're on the air. Me? Yes, you. Okay, so I'm a very loud person, and I'm not at all shy, but it's just that... I always blush, and right now I'm actually blushing. It's just like, it's just me. I just blush. Like when I speak to my teacher, I'm not embarrassed to my teacher, but I just blush. Okay, so that's not a bad thing. That means that, that means that, yeah, that means that maybe you are a little shy, but that's not a bad thing. It's okay to blush. But it just like gets me nervous, and then the people think that I'm shy. 
Because they don't know me yet, and then it just... But see, if you're acting not shy, and just because you blush, so you're, you're very lucky, because this way they'll say, hey, look, they're really... They, they'll, maybe they'll, they'll, you have the best of both worlds. Is that just the stage? I don't know. I don't. But but the question is, I don't need. I don't think it's something you need to worry about. It's it's not something to worry about. If you get, if you blush a little bit, it's it's a healthy thing. It's not like you turn beet red and you look like your head's gonna pop, right? Sometimes I do turn beet red, and then I don't know. It just. Well, I I'll tell you the best advice I could give you is not to think about it. Because it might be happening because you're thinking about it. And if you don't think about it, it probably would stop. Right. So just don't think about it. And the truth is, we had a caller in the beginning of the show that said, people are not looking at you as much as you think. People don't notice other people. We think that they're always... But when I'm speaking to someone, they're looking at me. And do you think that they're noticing your color change? No, they're probably thinking about something else. They're, they're not. I don't think they're looking at the color of your face. And if they are, they got problems. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. I want. I want. I want you to do one thing. When you talk to somebody next time, um, I want you to think about what color their face was afterwards. And if you can remember, then I'll be very surprised. Okay. If, if they have like a big zit on their forehead, you'll remember it. But I don't think you're gonna remember their color. Because people don't notice that. Okay? Okay, thank you. I love your show. Thank you so much for calling. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi there. I I always get shy when I go to camp. That is a big thing. I get that. And I know camp can be very scary. You know why camp is scary? Because are you talking about sleepaway camp or, or day camp? Day camp. Day camp. Because... When you go to day camp, you have a bunch of different kids from a bunch of different schools, and you're not used to them, and it's, it's kind of, it can be very scary. And I, I know that. So, first of all, it's only for the summer. So it's not the end of the world. Second of all, it's a lot of activities. So if you get involved in the activities, you can make friends much easier that way. Because... If you're all, let's say you're going roller skating, you go here, you go there, you're doing it together. So it's a good way to just make friends. And the third, it's over. September, you're back to school, unfortunately. But that's the way it goes. But that's a very normal thing. That's very normal. Okay? Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. Um, I, um... By me, whatever. I'm very, I'm not shy, but I have like, like when I answer a question, like everyone laughs at me. Like if I say a comment, when they. Are you funny? Like, Are you funny? No, I say like I ask a good question. I'm like, how much I say? And they don't, and they just like laugh at me because they say like stupid things. So then they got a problem. If you're a comedian, then you want people to laugh at you. Sometimes I used to ask questions, and I am very funny. Sometimes I used to ask funny questions, and I would want people to laugh at me. But, but if they're laughing and you're asking a serious question, then that's their problem. 
But, no, but, like, no one even cares about me. Like, if I'm in a group by someone, like, they just leave me out. But I don't stand up for myself. I feel like I'm, like, nothing. I don't know. That that that, that concerns me. It does. And that I think that that's something that... Do you, do you have access to email? Yeah. Okay, so email me at askdrsimcha at gmail.com. Because this is something... I want to talk to you a little bit more about that. Because you have to stand up for yourself. And you... you you deserve to have a voice, and you should never be in a situation where you are left out. And I want to give you some some tips and some some uh, uh, some guidelines about how you could help that. Okay. 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 Thank you. So you wrote down my email address. I'm gonna write it down. Write it down now. Ask Dr. Simcha at gmail.com. I really want you to to contact me because if we don't speak, I'm gonna feel very bad. So I really want I really want to help you on this. This will change, trust me. Okay? Thank you. Oh, okay. thanks a lot. Okay. Thank you for calling. I'm so happy you got through. Okay? Thank you. Okay. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Um my teacher, she always screams at me for no reason. Like if I just like if if like I take out if I open up my book as a second late, she just like Start screaming at me, even though all the other girls don't even take out their books in the first place. So you're you lucky, you lucky. See, the teacher loves you more than every other kid. She screams only at you. That's a terrible story. Why does she scream only at you? I don't know. She just like she. I don't know. She doesn't like me. She's always picking on me. Okay. And she she started she started giving us a speech today that 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 she understands everybody, but. But, like, she understands everybody, and she's going to answer everyone's questions and anything bad that happens, and she's just going to, like, take care of it. She doesn't take care of anything, really. Ay, that's terrible. Have you ever, what grade are you in? Six. Have you, have you attempted to speak to her about that? Well, one time I, I told her that, like, she put me in a very bad group for reading, and I told her about it, and then she said, um, I'll take care of it, and I told her like in the beginning of the year already, and she never took care of it. So, so you're really feeling like she's like she's not even considering you. Right. So, maybe you need to talk to like one of your parents about it and ask them what they think they could do. Sometimes when a parent mentions it to a teacher, the, the teacher might listen. Um, but if not, don't let it don't let it go on this way the whole year. If you know, call back or email me if if this doesn't work. We got to find another solution. You can't go through the whole year like that because that's a too important of a year to waste in such a way. So I'm sure we could talk to the teacher about it. Okay. So what's your email address? Ask Doctor Simcha at gmail dot com. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, we're wrapping it down. We have five minutes left, and we are going to be taking the last few callers. Okay, you're on the air. Yes, my name is Yaakov, and I'd like to tell you that I always like to come to Shul and, and make new friends and greet good friends and always say with them Shalom Aleichem and always talk to them positive things and not negative things. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And also, I always, when I walk on the street, I always have to be careful, and everyone should be careful that when you see Goyim on the street, you should not learn to act like them and you should not learn to be like them. 
Okay, that's a very that's very true. You should not learn to be like anybody that's not nice. That's and right, Dr. Simcha. You're the man. Have a good show. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling for that. And I want okay. you to know that Bye-bye. I daven in a shul specifically yeah. because people do what you do. Yeah, I know. I like to talk to people that that are less lonely, that don't have any people to talk to, to talk with, and I like to become friendly with them. I like to be friends with them. It's a beautiful thing. You're a beautiful person. Thank you for calling. You too. You're the man, Simcha. Bye-bye. Call to Bye. Hi, we have another call. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? Yes, before somebody called and said that that um that 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 what's the topic, and then you said you know because you because the screener. What does that mean? I have somebody screening the show. I am so lucky that I have Nisim Lazari, who is our heart and soul, who stays now for my show because he wants my show to flow. And right, so, but then how do you know that he knows what because the topic Because the there's nobody smarter than him. Nobody gets by him. <laughs> Can you please tell me? I just told you, because he, that you can't get by him. If he, he, they ask, if they want to know what, he asks them what they want to talk about. And what did he say? I wasn't there. Can I take another call? Thanks. Bye. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, hi. I have a little bit of problem. Okay, what's the problem? Um, someone was being upset at me. Okay, do you know why? Because, uh, you know what happened? It was Yankee. I have a friend named it Yankee Inman, who was being a little you know giving what? me a, you know any bad words. You know what? Listen, email me, email me, and I'll answer your question, okay? Thanks. <laughs> Ask Dr. Simcha. Email me, and I'll answer your question. I'm sorry, we have like one minute left. So we're not going to be able to finish this call. And we are going to be wrapping up on one last call. Hi, you're on the air. Um, hello? Yeah, hi. We got um, one minute left. We got, we're like really rolling down. What's on, what's on your mind? Um, there's someone in the class who's very shy. What should I do to help him? Be friendly to him. Invite him over. Is it a him or a her? I can't tell. Um, it's a her. It's a her. Invite her over. Be friendly to her. And, you know, just... Okay. Okay? It's and a, you, I know you're great. You're, 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 um, the show is great. Thank you so much. It's great because of people like you. Thank you for calling. Okay, okay this bye. is Dr. Simcoe, and we're wrapping it up at 9 o'clock on the Wednesday night show. And next week, we're going to be talking about recess. We're going to talk about recess, what goes on, the secrets that go on in recess in school, and how we can utilize recess for good things. Okay, have a great week. Everybody, thank you for calling, and this is Dr. Simcha, over and out.